Welcome to A Brief Chat. I'm Jason Crane. Today is Thursday. It's the 27th day of August 2020. Let's take a look back at this day in radical history via the Slingshot Day Planner, which you can get a copy of for yourself at slingshotcollective.org. Although it being August now, I can't be too long until the new ones come out. I can't remember what month of the year they usually start putting them out, but 2021 should be uh, upon us pretty soon, day planner wise. And actually, not that far off you know, actual time-wise. Today in 1859, the first oil well was drilled in the U.S. Its owner immediately decried environmental regulations. It's awesome. In 1903, a squadron of U.S. troops were ordered to Beirut to protect U.S. interests there. And in 1915, Truman seized the railroads to block a strike. Always good stuff happening here in the U.S., Today, I wanted to talk about a personal thing that I'm not super comfortable talking about, but uh, I just wanted to address it because I've been thinking about it a lot recently, partly stirred up again by the change in Owen and my relationship status. Owens and my. That's a hard one to do on the fly. Anyway, the thing is kind of weight and physical appearance has been. Uh, just kind of dominating a lot of what I've been thinking about recently. If you know anything about me, you know that over the last four or five years, I have really yo-yoed in terms of how much I weigh, how active I am, how well I'm eating, how healthfully I'm eating. Starting, I mean, I gained a bunch of weight, I guess, during my first marriage, and then when I, you know, when I first got married, I weighed like 160 or something. I'm 5'9". I weighed about 160 pounds. By the way, I, I feel like I preface every kind of conversation like this with this statement, but it's probably important. Uh, this is not going to be any kind of a, uh, fat shaming or body shaming or shape shaming or any of that. Uh, it's not about that. You do you. Be healthy in your body. Be whatever you want in your body. Be sickly in your body if you want to. Uh, This is me talking about me and what works best for me, and that's it. I'm not making any generalizations, period. I'm not a doctor, not a nutritionist. I'm not anything. I'm just a guy, and I'm going to talk about some physical stuff. So anyway, um, I'm 5'9". I weighed about 160 pounds when I first got married. That was in 1996. And I grew up in a house where my parents were essentially on a diet my entire childhood, My mom is tiny. She's five feet tall. She is, you know, skinny. I mean, she's never needed to diet, but I think she has a lot of uh, food issues and uh, well, and a lot of other issues, (laughs) if we're being honest. Um, And then because my dad was married to my mom, uh, he often was on a diet, whether he wanted to be or not. Now, my dad's about six feet tall and he came from a family where like, you know, the men had beer guts, that kind of thing. Like they, you know, his dad was a trucker and, you know, it was that kind of a, that kind of a thing, right? Like, you know, manly men drinking beer and doing manly things. And my dad always had a tendency toward a beer gut as well. A reminder that he's not genetically my father. So the things that uh, apply to him don't apply through DNA to me. And I don't know very much about my actual father. But my adopted father came from a family that, you know, always had a tendency toward toward weight gain and, you know, not necessarily great eating. And so I think growing up, I really internalized this whole, like, appearance, 
equals self-worth thing. And I saw a, a family that are parental units that were just always, always, always dieting. You know, they're counting points for this and going to meetings for that and, you know, the whole the whole deal. So then when I got out on my own, first of all, I didn't really know how to cook. The first person I lived with outside of my parents' house, my roommate, Chris, um, in 93, I mean, we made, like, pizzas and calzones and stir fries, all the stuff that young guys make when they live together, you know? And neither of them is particularly good at cooking. Although, Chris was certainly better than me, and I think our skills improved over the course of that year together. Then I moved out to Tucson, and... um, it was kind of a combination of extremely poor and then playing at places where the food was free because I played music and often we got fed as part of the gig. We also got paid. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to play for food somewhere, but um, but we also got fed at a lot of these places where we played. So, you know, I kind of go back and forth between eating, you know, the cheapest store-bought stuff and um, having, you know, pretty decent meals, but not necessarily super healthy meals at these places where I played. Then I married someone who was an amazing cook. And so suddenly my, the quality of my food intake, like in terms of the fresh vegetables and the different kinds of preparation, the breadth of the cuisine, all of that really expanded. Oh, plus I had been greatly helped by the fact that when I was a teenager, I went to Japan for a year and that greatly expanded my palate too. So all of a sudden I ate lots of things that I did not eat growing up. I didn't even know existed growing up. <clears throat> so I was married for 15 years uh, to that person. And, you know, during that time, time I gained a bunch of weight. One time during that time, I started going to the gym and for several years I biked a lot. And so I got, you know, I was moderately healthy at a few times during that 15 years. And for the very beginning of that 15 years, I was super skinny. I remember my mom always used to say my stomach went in. And then when I split up with my first wife, Um, shortly after that, I went vegan, but I was not a particularly healthy vegan because like you can just eat pasta and Oreos and, you know, chips and stuff. And that's all vegan. And that was a lot of what I ate. It was like a super heavy, heavy carb diet. And I became a pretty, uh, you know, overweight vegan, uh, you know, overweight by whatever standards we're using to measure it. But, you know, in my mind, kind of an overweight vegan. Eventually, I stopped being vegan, and in about 2016, when I was, um, I guess it was 2016, yeah, when I was on a radio station in Pennsylvania, I did a, like, an on-air and on-social media thing where I started working out at this local gym with uh, one-on-one training from the owner of that gym. And I definitely got in the best shape of my life in terms of physical strength, kind of daily routine of walking, uh, better eating, you know, monitoring my food intake with an app, all of that kind of stuff. Then I got sick. I ended up in the emergency room because of this infection that I got in my leg. And I couldn't walk for quite a while. And then even when I could walk, I could only walk on crutches. And I stopped going to the gym during that time. I mean, I guess I could have done, you know, chest and arms and, you know, back and those kinds of exercises, but I just stopped going at all. 
And although I did go back once or twice for, you know, a few weeks at a time, I never really got back on that horse at all. By last fall, I guess, I was the heaviest I'd ever been. In fact, when I when I started going to that gym on this radio thing, part of what inspired me to do it was that um, I was up, you know, to like 212, 213 pounds. And that was by far, I mean, I, you know, by far the heaviest I'd ever been, you know, above 200. And, uh, you know, for me, I wasn't feeling healthy. I, you know, I would get winded going up the stairs. I could feel my heart beating kind of fast, you know, a lot of the time. And um, obviously not getting any younger, you know, get, I'm in my 40s at this point. And so then by, yeah, about last fall, last summer, last fall, I had shot way up weight wise. And I was probably about 230 pounds by that point. And I was really just not feeling healthy at all. And again, you do you right at many people, my height, um, you know, do just fine at ver- a whole variety of weights. But for me, I was trying, especially uh, one thing that I have learned over the years of meditating is that I, you know, to pay attention to my body doesn't mean I treat it well, but I at least notice that I'm not treating it well. And I was really starting to feel pretty unwell. So I got back on the food tracking app that I had been using and I started walking every day. And then around that time, I got a job at FedEx and that job also had a lot of walking built into it. So, you know, now all of a sudden I'm up to, you know, 15,000 steps a day, sometimes 20,000 steps. And in a period of several months, I mean, maybe four or five, six months, I lost about 30 pounds. And then we moved to Arizona. And then we got into lockdown. And I know that a lot of my eating is driven by emotion. And that the, uh, generally speaking, the worse I feel, the more I snack, for example. And I think once we got into lockdown and I was feeling super isolated... Uh, you know, no friends, no, whoops, there's me whacking the desk, no activity, uh, you know, all the things I moved out here to do to kind of regain this life that I had, you know, had to really pause in state college, uh, I, I wasn't doing. And as a result, I think I, you know, my, my overall kind of mental health started to decline. And then as a result, my physical health started to decline because I was just sitting around the house all day and just, you know, eating chips, watching YouTube, making the occasional podcast, etc. So now I don't actually know what my weight is right now, but it's definitely more than it was last fall when I, you know, was really feeling pretty ill. And then on top of that, Owen and I just went through this relationship change. And part of that involved Owen saying to me that they didn't really feel about me the same way that they did before. And at one point, this is right when we were like right after we were having this conversation um, in kind of in tears, I said to them, you know, is it because I got really big again? And, you know, Owen, of course, of course said no. And I, you know, I, I never believed in my, in my brain that that was the reason, but I just, I have so many associations built up over years of 
like size and worth, you know, being being joined together. And, you know, Owen has never cared about any of that stuff um, and has always, you know, uh, really striven to make me feel attractive and, you know, that kind of thing and did so in that moment as well. And so now I'm in this place where I'm about to embark on this new life and I am single again, though I don't even know what that means (laughs) at this point, you know, and I've gained a ton of weight again. I'm not feeling great again. I'm winded really easily. In fact, I've noticed in the videos I've been shooting about the van stuff because I'm moving around while I shoot them. Like you can hear me breathing heavily and I'm not moving around. Like I'm not sprinting around the van or even jogging around. I'm just like moving from place to place. And the action of that is causing me to breathe heavily. And I've been saying to myself for months, I'm going to start eating better and I'm going to get outside and take walks in the morning. I get up at like five o'clock night. A lot of the time during the day in Arizona in the summertime, if you're like me, you just can't take walks. I, I just can't take a walk in the 107, 110 degrees. But in the morning at five o'clock in the morning, when I get up, it's still in the eighties and you know, 2% 80 degrees and 2% humidity 80. That's totally fine. I could definitely meditate and then take a walk. And I have done it once or twice. And that was it. And I just, I, every single day, every single day, I have a conversation with myself about how tomorrow I'm going to break this chain. I just heard that Fleetwood Mac song on the radio. And uh, of course, that's why I chose that phraseology. Uh, how I'm going to break this chain and how I'm going to turn over a new leaf and insert your cliche. And every single day, I don't do it. I mean, like I have, I have stopped snacking a lot. And I've kind of been on and off vegan vegetarian for a few weeks and stuff, but not in a way that's really doing too much. And I'm not really applying any effort to it. And as a result, my kind of feeling of my own self-worth, you know, continues to lessen. I mean, it's hard for it to lessen (laughs) too much more because it was, you know, pretty negative to start out with. But, um, And then that kind of reinforces this like overall malaise or depression that leads to worse outcomes uh, health wise. I don't have there's I've already gone way too long and and I don't have a conclusion to this. There's not like but then I discovered, you know, through the magic of amphetamines. um, (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if this was like a Noom ad? This whole podcast, like 15 minutes, and then at the end, there's just a code to get 20%. Oh, my God. <laughs> you, If I ever do anything like that ever, you ha- except as a joke, you uh, you have my permission to come here and or find me on the road and just end me. Because <laughs> that, that is when you know that I have passed my own expiration date. Anyway, I, I don't have a conclusion to this. I don't have anything to wrap this up with. I don't have a feel-good ending for it. I don't really know what to do exactly. I've had some real successes. I just never can hold on to them. And uh, I can hear about half of you right now saying therapy. And I have done a lot of therapy over the years. And uh, I'm not saying that I don't need to do more. I am saying that that I'm not 100% sure that 
whether or not that's my issue, like, I think I could stick to a decent routine if I could ever develop one. I don't know if that's true. Anyway, I'm just going to end this because it's already uh, 50% longer than it's supposed to be. And I don't have a way to end it. Maybe it is therapy. I don't know. Uh, but that's what I've been thinking about a lot. And I just wanted to tell you because it's on my mind a lot. And maybe some of you can relate to it. And uh, that's my story. Anyway, that's it for today's episode. To get 20% off your... No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I love you. A better world is possible. But we have a lot of work to do. 